You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I love our Friday podcast, and I'm so glad that you've taken a moment to stop, pause, and listen to our Friday Missions podcast. My name is Brick, and um, I love working with um, missions in our church and stirring that up uh, in my own heart, in my family, in the church, and I love coordinating with Carterville's mission partners. Uh, Carterville has so many uh, unique mission partners that extend the reach of our church, Uh, people that are doing unique things around the world, around our nation, in our city, to make the gospel known in really unique ways. And today I'm sharing a Skype call with a brother and partner of mine, and that's Raphael Peters. For those of you that um, don't know Raph, him and his family um, are originally from Hattiesburg, but have been moved by the Holy Spirit to go to Houston. And they are there um, to plant a church, but they're doing it in a really healthy way. They're taking the slow and diligent path of planting well. They want to make sure that that the work that they do is they follow the Holy Spirit is long-lasting, that the way that they minister is meaningful. And so I, I love the, the pattern that they're using to plant a church in Houston. So, Raph, hey, thanks for jumping on the call with me. I'm so excited to hear again with you. I've appreciated our conversation already, and I'm glad to get some of it recorded for the rest of the church family. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Brick. It's always it's always good to be with you guys. Mm, well, good. Raph, um, I, I just want to you know open up to you, and, and we would love to hear a testimony of how's, how God has been working, um, how he's using you and your family. We know that you guys are um, still part of the residency program, but there's really been some kind of unique special steps that are making the church planning effort a little bit more real, right? So tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, this past uh, Sunday, uh, we actually had our first neighborhood parish, which is a gospel community. Um, Sojourn, they really believe that uh, the the church is not a building to attend, but a people to belong to. And the best way to see that expressed is through the neighborhood parish. And so they have their mm-hmm. local gatherings on Sunday. Um, but really to see that fleshed out uh, is throughout the week in the neighborhood as you're doing life together. And that's an important step. And so a lot of the churches that or all of the churches that have been planted have first started as a neighborhood parish. So us starting this neighborhood parish will be uh, really the start of, of the journey to actually planting the church. And so we're excited because the group that we have now is our core group. And so mm-hmm. what we've been doing lately is just really building culture and, and setting the culture and the rhythm uh, that we want to have as a church and for our neighborhood. And so we just really been, you know, building relationship with one another, loving with one another and uh, spending a lot of time, uh, not only just, uh, you know, in hanging out, but also in, in communicating the gospel to one another and stirring uh, each other to, to the mission of God. And so it's been really exciting uh, just to kind of actually have this uh, as something that we're actually able to begin uh, just because a lot of residencies and, and things that are similar to it, sometimes it can feel uh, very classroom like. 
And mm. uh, just to be able to practice some of the stuff, you really don't have opportunity uh, to do that. And this gives us kind of that, uh, you know, tangible opportunity to, to begin to practice some of the things that we've learned in the residency and really begin the countdown for us, man. So honestly, from this day, we're looking at about 11 months from here. Uh, and, and from 11 months from here, hopefully we'll be planting uh, Sojourn Greater Third Ward. That's kind of the idea or the name that we're going with. Uh, but it may also be Sojourn Southside. So that's something that we've just kind of been walking through, just kind of the name, which is not as important, but something that, you know, I think would be important to some degree. And so we just kind of been walking through that. How do we, you know, faithfully love um, our community and um, how do we communicate that to them? And so the name Sojourn is just such an interesting name. It fits the neighborhood too as well. Um, this is a black community, uh, lower income community, and mm. it's not a common uh, name for a black church, you know, but mm. it is a common identity that uh, many um, black people have had as far as feeling uh, as if they are not uh, uh, from this, you know, uh, this this place, from this area. Yeah. And so it's yeah. feeling as if you're an alien um, and a sojourner. So it gives us great opportunity I say that to say it gives us great opportunity to even share the gospel and to engage with the gospel and to to share uh, that. No, you are not from here. You are from uh, someplace. And we hope that that's the kingdom of heaven. And um, just communicating mm -hmm. that we we are sojourners and, and we're you know walking through this life and um, in hopes to to be in the presence of the father into our true kingdom and, and identity and, and all of that, everything that comes with that, um, you know, just really helping them to see that there's something greater to expect. There's something greater to hope in. Um, there is hope, true hope. And, and that comes in King Jesus. And so, yeah, man, we, we're excited about, you know, even the name, even as small as the name, mm, yeah. <laughs> walking through that process. But yeah, man, it's, it's just something new for us. And, um, we're, we're getting there, man. So we're grateful uh, for the support of Carterville because we wouldn't mm. be here today uh, if it wasn't for that. And so we're still trugging along, getting to know neighbors. I met a guy last night. Um, we were playing dominoes. This is really funny, man. Playing dominoes in one of the backyards of my friend's house. And um, his neighbor was in his backyard as well. And uh, mm. we we were asking him a question that we couldn't figure out about dominoes, which I've played my whole life but I hadn't played in a while. And uh, this brother, this older brother in the community was able to come over and that sparked a conversation uh, that, and, <laughs> and, and hopefully, you know, we'll be seeing him more often and inviting him into the believing community. And that's yeah, what it's, yeah. that's what it's been all about, man. And, and I think, I don't know if you've asked this question, so I'll wait to say it, but it's been something that the Lord has been kind of working on my heart. Um, in regards to, you know, just different things that needed to be exposed in my life and ways that he's sharpening me. It's just been good to have those experiences. And so, yeah, that's part of where we are, man. And that's a huge piece to where we hope to be. Mm, that is, that is so exciting. Um, just, just to know, you know, to, to have those, I can imagine that your guys' excitement as you prepare for that, you know, 11 months out to say, hey, we're going to, we're going to start this knowing that, 
um, you know, the the relationship. I remember, you know, going back to the beginning of this conversation, you know, church is is not so much about the walls, it is about the people. And yeah. so that church, that church family starts with those relationships that are being built now with that core group that you guys are talking about. Um, so I love that. Yeah. And Raph, I guess just a way that that maybe we at Carterville that I myself can grow a little bit better um, is is by asking you a question. You know, you talk about this this parish life, this mm-hmm. group of this core group of community. Um, what are what are some small ways that you guys do life that's intentional, um, like intentional for discipleship, um, intentional to encourage each other and intentional to reach the world? Like, how do you guys do that? What does it look like? Because I know that I need to grow in that area. Um, yeah. And I would love to hear how you guys do that um, yeah. with with a focus. Yeah. Uh, so for the for the, the the first aspect of what we do uh, within neighborhood parish life is choosing a day where we're going to gather and we're going to do three things every single time. We're going to mm-hmm. share a meal together. We're going to pray, and then we're going to hopefully have gospel conversations within that time. And uh, we want to do that at least one day intentionally and also have other days throughout the week where we can do that within the confines of what we're doing, whatever we're doing that week. And so a conversation that we had last week was how can we really walk together and also be on mission together? And so some ideas that we had, we all have a lot of kids. Uh, So there's one family that's with us that has no kids, but everybody else has at least two. <laughs> mm. And so that makes for a big group. And uh, one thing that kids love to do is go to the park. And yeah. one way mm. to meet people uh, is at the park. And so one mm. thing that we've decided to do is say, hey, we're going to at least frequent uh, the park in our neighborhood once a week. And in that week, we we could you know bring a meal or a snack and we're going to bring an extra meal and an extra snack for whoever is present at that park. Mm. And so Mm -hmm. our parks are kind of interesting. Sometimes you'll find other families that are present and you engage with that. But in Houston and in a lot of major big cities, what you're going to find is a huge homeless population. And so um, there are always homeless people kind of around uh, where we are when we go to these parks. And so it's a really cool opportunity for us to meet a need as well uh, through food, uh, but also through relationship. And that's really some of what you know many of the homeless community desire uh, is mm-hmm. relationships it's like hey you can meet a need you know i can buy you some socks or i can give you you know a, a meal or something like that um, but a lot of them are longing for community just like we're longing for community so yeah. to be able to to be in those spaces in community and also have opportunity to invite outsiders in um, while being on their turf is kind of something. So, you know, the parish life is kind of something where it's almost like, you know, hey, we're going uh, to to meet together at somebody's house, but then we also want to go out and invite people to come in, you know? So um, those are just some ways. We also talked about the laundromat. So we've got a washer and dryer, but it's like, hey, if we can get into the community and find ways to engage, if it's the laundromat, if that's where a lot of people are meeting, if that's like a third space, a space where people meet that we can mm. go, well, let's go as a group, you know, and let's, you know, find opportunity to, you know, engage with, you know, the people at the laundry mat. And so that's a big thing in our neighborhood. And so 
uh, that's an intentional way that we can do it. And so we've just been thinking through and, and trying to implement some creative ways that are not, you know, ways that create another event. Or like, it's like, hey, we want to, as we do life together, like we want to also do mission. And so we don't want okay. that to be, you know, where we have to add something to our schedule. But hey, you know, if you're, you know, going to the grocery store, let me tag along. And um, there's a guy that that we really respect and uh, have really gleaned a lot of wisdom from Jeff Vanderstel. And he has a book called Saturate uh, that's been really instrumental for us and, and really helpful in, you know, how to just kind of have tangible and practical ways to to serve the community and serve one another. Man, I love that. Um, huh. That's 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 some good ways just that you guys are using. And honestly, like Raph, like to me, they're simple. Like they, they, yeah. they're, they're really, um, when you boil it down, like it's not, nothing that's overly complex. It's just the simple thing, like the things that we do in our lives that we can yeah. intentionally use to incorporate others. So thanks for sharing that tool, man. Unfortunately, we, we got to wrap this conversation up. Um, we are, we're hitting the limits of our time, but I am so grateful just for a couple things, you know, first and foremost, for your testimony of how's God, you know, what God's doing and how he's moving. We're, we're, we're excited for you. We support you guys um, in, in more ways than, than financial. Like we want to support you financially, but we want to pray for you as well. So we're committing to do that continually. Um, And also uh, I'm just thankful for you being, you know, sharing some of the ways that God's working in your life, in the life of, you know, you and your, your core group of believers as you guys reach out. So thanks for being on the podcast, jumping on and, and sharing some truth with us. Uh, we, we love you and support you. Same here. Thank you guys for having me.